Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Bill Jamison. And I'm Nancy Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Shall we begin? Hey, baby. Hey, baby. What's happening? Oh, my goodness. Lots of lots of wonderful stuff. Hello, Jam fam. Welcome to Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. I'm your co-host, Nancy Jamison, and my beloved is sitting right across from me. I'm Bill Jamison. <laughs> yes, he is. That's awesome. And today, our episode is on something that is definitely near and dear to our hearts. And, uh, and we're super excited to share with you this abundance mindset practice. Yes, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. And before we get into that, I would love to know uh, what your magic is for this week. How have you influenced, in an empowering way, self, others, or life? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's see. Let me think, let me think. So much magic. What do I want to share today? What do I want to share today? Well, today we are, uh, we're experiencing a hurricane day, mm-hmm. you know, not a snow day, <laughs> hurricane day, but a hurricane day. Yes. So they called school and uh, called school off, in-person school off, and they have been virtual. Yet we've been out of power now for about 12 hours with, you know, very little internet. And, uh, and so the kids have certainly not had all of their classes. So they've been doing ping pong or games or reading or whatever. Cleaning I think, their rooms. Yeah, I think Rex took a nap. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's been really neat to, to have them home again, even though... You know, they've been in school for a while, but it's, it's been nice. It's it nice. is nice to it's have them nice home. It's nice to have them home. I agree. Home. I agree. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, so that's my magic. Nice. How about you, babe? Um, well, I'm going to tell you. Now, I just, you know, hang on. Because, <laughs> you know, I need you to just brace yourself. Brace myself. Okay. <laughs> there are new Star Trek episodes out right now this they have this uh series called discovery and oh, it's really pretty good gosh. and there's new episodes <laughs> and i mean that's all well and good and fantastic and i'm super excited to dig into that but uh-huh. i gotta tell you star wars uh-huh. has new episodes with the mandalorian coming out this week as I well which means excited. i get star trek and star wars <laughs> new episodes in the same week mm. so i'm i'm all jazzed mm-hmm. up about that for i sure. know i love my geek so, <laughs> I'm hoping that one or two of you can out there can can uh, <laughs> get on board with that mm-hmm. with me. Absolutely, I think it's gonna be awesome. Yep. We're super excited. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So that's all really cool. And um, and then Saturday being Halloween, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, we're we live in a great neighborhood for it, and we uh, have a lot of friends that uh, come over with their kids, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, group trick or treating, and uh, I'm excited to see everybody for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's lots going on this weekend. Yeah. Full moon, Halloween, time change, Mandalorian. All of it. Star Trek. <laughs> red moon, red, red moon. Red Mars. No, red Mars, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Great, great, great. Awesome. So, so all that, and then on top of that, we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's about sex, money, and real estate. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So we talk about, you know, the the practices around tools and resources and, um, you know, hacks for the best practices so that you can have, you know, put that jam on your bread, that that joyous, abundant, and mature relationship. Mm-hmm. You because know, we believe that you can have super successful, intimate relationships while having that super successful real estate business with your partner or mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So we're going to deep dive this week and we're going to have some intimate and mature uh, conversations, conversations. Yeah. around, you know, our sexual practice. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. The one that created the biggest really opportunity for each of us as individuals um, and as couples for personal growth, uh, healing and transformation. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so this excited. episode includes mature adult content and may not necessarily be for little ears. It will be explicit. So just, uh, you know, that's your, that's your warning. Of course, it's your call. <laughs> your call. Yeah. But, uh, but we do, we go in as, I mean, we go in on all the episodes, yet True. we really are, go in for transparency and authenticity and really share with you 
the crux of this new sexual practice, this new sexual health. So simply stated, I am an abundant lover. Hmm. Well, I got, I could do the same thing and let you know, Nance, that I am an abundant lover as well. Awesome. Yes, you are. No doubt. So, so the question is, <laughs> what's an abundant lover? Yeah, I mean. Or what is abundant love? Right. And I'm sure very few out there have, uh, you know, have heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of a new paradigm. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, at the same time, um, our, our love style, Nance, is dynamic and fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that it does shift and evolve and just like we have over our many years together, right? Mm-hmm. So, but abundant love uh, being the new paradigm in which to view health, sex, and wellness, mm-hmm. you know, and love and create creativity and uh, really importantly, you know, healing. Yeah. A way to view relationships, wealth. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and for this, the perp- the point of this conversation we do put the label on this called abundant love and you know, just some thoughts around labels. Essentially we need labels to wrap our minds around things, to help our brains, to make sense of the things that we need help with putting into context. So when we, when we talk about abundant love, essentially, you know, we can talk about the box. So labels put things in a box and, being in a box is cool. And yet when you think about the box as a society, there's an agreement and essentially the agreement in place is to call things green, then everybody agrees that things are green. And so labels back to abundant love labels around being um, straight or gay or monogamous or bisexual. It's, it's easy to, for people to identify with. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of labels, transgender, transsexual, pansexual, intersexual, I mean, all different kinds of things. And so yet this new sexual health, this abundant love conversation is really about expanding that box to be inclusive of all of those practices, of all of those labels or, or identifications into this new paradigm that we call abundant love. So abundant love is defined as the principle centered and accountable practice of creating sexually intimate relationships for the purpose of ongoing healing, empowerment, and sustainable joy. So. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's, it's, that is, (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to go over that one more time. Abundant love is the principle centered and accountable. And those are important principle centered and accountable. Um, the principle centered and accountable practice of creating sexually intimate relationships for the purpose of ongoing healing, empowerment and sustainable joy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we chose, right. You know, we chose to open up our relationship in this way. So it's definitely not willy nilly. Uh, it's not, fly by night it's not any of those things it's it's not swinging it's not one night stands we have very um appropriate guidelines and standards in who we interact with and again it's a mature conversation and frankly it's it's going to be polarizing mm-hmm. it's it's really going to be polarizing i mean it was definitely polarizing for us as we even em- embarked on this journey or this, this yeah, journey within was, our journey <laughs> right? It was a, it started did, five years ago. So there were some you know. crazy conversations for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, what felt crazy at the time? Yeah. Well, they are crazy. I mean, it's, you know, if you think about the, the relationships and how you think about relationships, I mean, we weren't taught that sex was healing no. or empowering or, you know, that you could create joy out of, I mean, joy in the sense that we're talking about, of course, like su- there's sustainable day to day, you know, despite the circumstances kind of joy. Mm-hmm. Right. Joy is we're you know, joy is pleasurable. Joy was based on, mm-hmm. you know, getting your rocks off or, or, uh, <laughs> fun. Yeah. Fun. Just, you know, all of those things. I mean, again, the societal overlays of traditional relationships, which again was monogamy. I mean, we were taught 
monogamy, whether it was in church or school or society or our parents or or... any of those things. Mm -hmm. We were taught that it was one person till death do us part. And if you think, look, touch, feel, taste, (laughs) anything other than that one person, you're what? You're bad. Yeah. You're shamed. You're you're going to hell. You're you're you know, there's that hellfire and damnation. You're you know, it was it was really interesting. And so, I mean, we we as a couple, you know, we've been together for twenty four years now. So we as a couple, we we believe that. Like that's we got married under that agreement of monogamy. And we kept it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were we were in love. I mean, we are in love. <laughs> you know, I mean, just the whole concept of monogamy. Like, we were in love with that idea, and we were committed to each other. We worked on our marriage consistently, and uh, you know, again, under the context of monogamy, it, it was what we taught. We never necessarily questioned that set of beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. And what was you know? Well, let me just say what you know the one of the payoffs, if you want to call it a payoff or the, the one of the consequences of, of monogamy was it created to uh, high levels of uh, dependency mm-hmm. on each other. Yeah, for sure. You're my one and only. Yeah. You do everything for me. Mm-hmm. Or you are my everything. Right. For me. Right. Like, you know, the expectation there's that, you know, it's the expectation of, you know, you satisfy this, that, the other thing, you're the breadwinner, you're the dad, you're the, I mean, like, all of the things you're supposed to satisfy me sexually, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And it, it puts a lot of pressure on, I mean, it just really creates an expectation and an unfulfilled situation. Yeah. It puts a lot of pressure on me and it also puts a lot of pressure on you. Of course. No matter which direction it's going. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a, it's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And then regarding sex, I mean, where did you learn all about sex? You know, I mean, it was yeah, TV shows or, or porn. Yeah. Playboy. I mean, I remember reading my grandfather's playboys in the upstairs bathroom, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is where it was his bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, just looking at all the pictures and the articles or soap operas. Oh, my gosh. Days of our lives. We would I would record and then, you know, run home and see what Bo and Hope were doing and how they would kiss. I mean, that's really how I learned mm. About sex, TV yeah. shows, moonlighting. moonlighting <laughs> I mean, now like, I'm dating myself, but she's, you know. Uh, or, you know, just talking with others, and we're going to say peers that don't know any more or any less than, than we do, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's all kind of like, you know, handed down from handed down to handed down, watered down or spiced up or, yeah. you know, perverted, essentially, one yep. way or the other. So. Yep. You're having those conversations at 12 and 13 and 14 and 15 and and you're really not doing anything to expand the context of those conversations. And so you're taking that level of maturity into the relationship. Mm-hmm. So and then you layer that on with all of the guilt and the shame associated with uh, just having sex or even any conversation around sex. I mean, no wonder it's all it's all backwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really it's really fascinating because again, Traditionally, we were taught that sex was for fun. Right. Or for procreation. Yeah. Um, you know, or, you know, I'm going to speak to this one, like obligation. You know, if you're a woman and you're in a relationship, then it's your duty mm-hmm. to have sex with your husband or your boyfriend or wife or partner or whatever. The, you yeah. know. Or it feels like that if you're not, you know, in love with who you're being and, and, and your practice around it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, it could be for stress relief. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Yep, absolutely. And then, you know, I do remember having conversations around utilizing, like as a woman, having conversations around utilizing sex as a control me- mechanism or mm. like a, a way to manipulate or, you know, or withhold or here, I'm no, we're not going to have sex and mm. and I can do that because because if you do anything else, then now it's going to be called rape or now it's going to be called, you know, something else. So it just to withhold and control and, and it's, you know, there's just so much that's wrapped up in all of that stuff. So I don't know. It's, it's fascinating. So, it you know, is. and then even the simple conversation really with each other about being attracted to someone else, 
was considered wrong. Right. You know, and you and I didn't know how to navigate around that. And yeah, I mean, mean, we just weren't transparent with each other around saying, you know, hey, you know, she's attractive or, you know, I would, I would hang out with her or whatever, you know, whatever it is. You know, sometimes you play those, you know, those fun games where it's like, you know, the hall pass. Yeah. I don't know if we ever did that or not. <laughs> or like the movie star. Like which yeah, movie the hall star? Pass. Yeah, yeah, the, the hall pass. Yeah. <laughs> which one would you get with if, yeah. you know, you were out or whatever? Which I think is a, is a great, is, you know, a great, a great way to, uh, to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, uh, but yet, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, uh, you know, never going to happen type of, you know, dream scenario as opposed to having like a, a more grounded conversation around it that mm-hmm. could lead to healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it is, it's an immature way to approach a situation that is very real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very real, but the way that we were taught in monogamy was that you got to keep it bad or you got to keep it fear-based that, you know, there isn't, there just wasn't a way that we were taught to express ourselves in a healthy way until now. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the one of the most impactful benefits around abundant love is that there is a healthy and empowering way to express those emotions and feelings and teaching you what it means to be um, unconditional in your loving or compassionate. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what we were realizing though is that when we suppress those emotions or those feelings. And I mean, really what it's costing us is Mm -hmm. our health. For sure. And you know, that whole concept of freedom or feeling free. I mean, really it creates the sense of being shackled, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in an obligatory situation, there's no joy, there's no sustainability. And then back to your point originally, it just, it, like supercharges the dependency on each other, mm-hmm. you know, just like that emotional dependency. Like I depend on you for my orgasm. I depend on you for the way I feel about myself. I depend on you for my identity. That <laughs> it was our life. And it was, it was just a slippery, slippery slope. So if you weren't feeling good, then well, then I can't feel good because right. I can't feel good if you're not feeling good. And if I'm not feeling good, then you're not feeling good. And if you were feeling good, then what the fuck are you doing? Like, how can you, you can't feel good because I'm feel bad. Like that sounds like a loop, huh? Yeah. So it was just, uh, it was just fascinating. Mm-hmm. And you know, so we, um, we did a lot of reading. Yeah. We peeled back a lot of layers. Yeah. We did a lot of reading. So sex at dawn and the health of, um, or excuse me, the, the Dow of health, sex and longevity, uh, I mean, even Stephen Covey with the seven habits of uh, highly effective people and power versus force and just like the four agreements and taking things personally is number one. I mean, just we read a lot. And we're still reading. Yes. And we're still, and we're still working on it. Yes, absolutely. So. so we really, again, peeled back the layers, really questioned beliefs that you were my everything and I was your everything. And... um Baby. <laughs> and that we needed to subvert those feelings mm-hmm. or feel like shit for having those feelings, you know, back to that whole shame and guilt and unexpressed emotion. So that started showing up. Mm-hmm. Started showing up in our relationship, which, you know, arguments, disagreements um, would turn into being cold or sulking or not talking to each other for a day or so, if like we even got into one of these um, conversations around jealousy or possession or, or I mean, any of that stuff, mm-hmm. it started showing up in our bodies. For sure. I mean, wear it on with extra weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, seeking comfort outside of ourselves or each other, for sure. Yeah, drinking, food, mm-hmm. you know, credit card debt. Ooh. And um, Oh, you mean like buying things could be th- something too? Yeah, to fill that to fill that sexual space. Yeah, absolutely. And then depleting self esteem. This this was a big one for me. The self worth and the self esteem. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my whole concept of myself and my sexuality just went down the tubes. And then ultimately, it shows up in the bank accounts. Yeah, we're depleting. It doesn't show up in the bank accounts. It actually depletes the yeah, bank accounts. Yeah, because you're you're not in synergy so. with yourself. You're not in synergy with each other. 
you're certainly not in synergy with life at that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it shows up everywhere. Yeah. So what do you think that means? You know, for us after being together for twenty years mm-hmm. and doing the same things, even though we were going to the self help workshops mm-hmm. and definitely very heavily in personal development. You know, we just we knew that we couldn't keep doing the same things to. And really what we were seeking was a deeper intimate connection with ourselves personally, a deeper in, intimate connection with, um, with, one, with one another, and a deeper sense of trust and being independent or less dependent on each other, independent to interdependent mm-hmm. and ultimately synergistic. So all of that led us to abundant love and by engaging intimately, powerfully in sexual experiences with others, it's been incredibly healing for us, incredibly healing for us. And, um, and it's allowed us to bring that healing back into our relationship, back into our intimacy and our connection with each other and really nourishing us. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love about it. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's really... Um, you know, for us, it's, you know, like you said, it's nourishing and, um, it it deepens our intimacy and connection with each other. Mm -hmm. So at the same time, um, you know, as we connect with each other or others outside of us, you know, we know that, um, what is, there are non-negotiables, you know, that there are others that we, that we hang with inside of our community. Mm-hmm. Um, we play for the same things, healing, empowerment, and sustainable joy, mm-hmm. uh, and the abundant love lesson, the all, you know, we know that it enhances our relationship and trust. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like that plane going down, right? Who do you put the mask on first? You put it on, put it on yourself so that you can take care of others. That is in a nutshell, what you're doing when you enter into an all and, uh, bring it back home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I appreciate that eye gaze. <laughs> I see you looking at me over there. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So abundant love is what? Uh, it's a tool. It's an optional tool. But for us, it's definitely a tool that we use in full agreement with each other. Mm-hmm. It's a super highly charged practice because of the sexual energy. But again, we choose to practice with multiple partners because we're playing for sustainability. And so back to those books that we were talking about before. I think this next one was on our top 10 list, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 That's it has in, to be. I think that's like the fifth episode we did, the fundamental books mm-hmm. that we, uh, we yes. go back to on a weekly basis, if not daily basis. But, you know, the Tao of Health, Sex, and Longevity discusses the three pillars of health for the purpose of sustainability and mm-hmm. they are food, fitness, and sex and utilizing those three pillars in a very mature way to maximize your sustainability or your life experience, your mm-hmm. life force. And that's what we're playing for is to have a supercharged, exquisite, delicious, outstanding experience of life. So, you know, we had the food thing mm-hmm. going, you know, we were doing all different kinds of practices and incorporating, I mean, still do incorporating organic food and, and dairy free and gluten free. And, you know, we do vegan days, we do raw days, we do two days of water fasting every week. We, I mean, lots of really cool practices that we do that we've incorporated over the years mm-hmm. of us doing this. I mean, this is not an overnight thing that, you know, no, all it's of these taking things. some time to build up <laughs> habits where we're sure. really joyful with you know with the the dietary Mm -hmm. uh, choices that we make Mm -hmm. you know i mean it took some time and and uh figuring out recipes and stuff like that and you know and it's it's amazing Mm -hmm. absolutely amazing Mm -hmm. i do really enjoy that aspect of it like being in the kitchen i mean you know we're both love being in the kitchen and and my background is food and your background is food and so it's just it's really fun to to create and and um synergize in Mm -hmm. that way so And then the fitness piece, I yeah. mean, you know, we've been lifelong, we used to call each other gym rats. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I don't think we we're ever those people who are like, you know, super duper buff or anything like that. But, you know, it has Speak been, for yourself. it's been an ongoing, well, <laughs> there have been times, you know how it flows, um, where, you know, we, we have been in 
gems almost our entire relationship. Mm-hmm. We actually. have. Absolutely. I think we've, that is definitely one of the consistencies that we have had a gym membership since we've been together. That's true. That is fascinating. I never thought about it. That's true. Huh. Mm-hmm. And now we have two gym memberships. <laughs> right. That's funny. <laughs> That's great. And so, uh, so yeah, so the food, the fitness, and now, okay, cool. Let's get into some really mature conversation around sex and what it, what is the, the purpose of sex. And if you've li- listened to this podcast, you have an understanding that we believe that sex is, sexual energy is the most powerful creative energy in, you know, in the context of increasing your life force for manifestation, for that super juicy, magnificent experience that we were just talking about. So how do we, how do we mature that practice? So that's what, uh, that's what we've been doing. Yeah. We've that's been, what we've I mean, been doing. it's been an ongoing practice and, uh, really embracing the abundance of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, especially from the love aspect, you know, cause we were kind of taught that, uh, and it's a kind of a silly, <laughs> I think it's a little silly paradigm. Uh, you know, like I'm supposed to love you more than anybody else on the planet. Right. Mm-hmm. And because I love you more than anybody else, I, I love everybody else less. Mm. Including yourself. Right. Oh yeah. Great point. Mm-hmm. And then what I was going to relate it to though is, you know, like our children. Mm-hmm. And so given that context, then I'm supposed to love one kid more than the other mm-hmm. or one kid all the way and the other, the none. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at the end of the day, you love your children. You never, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's, <laughs> there's days when you like one more than the other, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, you love your children. You have great capacity to love your children equally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you love them for the, your, their uniqueness. Mm-hmm. You don't love the same. There may be some things the same about them that you love, but at the end of the day, you love them uniquely because they are unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Absolutely. that's abundant love. Mm-hmm. Loving, loving others for the uniqueness and really for the uniqueness of you because it is, uh, it's a two-way street. You know, you, everybody pours into one another. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So, and you know, I think, uh, you know, you talk about colors at the beginning. I think you talked about green, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the agreement that green is green. Oh, to put things, in, yeah, it was around context and putting things in a box and yeah, labeling labels. things. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that could be used here. You know, you could think that, you know, you're pink and I'm purple and together we make lavender. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or one person is yellow and the other person is green and they make blue. So, right. you know, each person has their own unique combination and color and, and uh, again, uniqueness. So it is, it, it's a, it's a beautiful lesson in abundance. So. All right. So let's talk about some of the, uh, some of the aspects, you know, the yeah, healing, the, the empowerment and the yeah. sustainable joy. Yeah. I think that's great. Awesome. So I'm just going to read the definition again so okay. we can kick it off. Okay. All right. So again, abundant love is defined as the principle centered and accountable practice of creating sexually intimate relationships for the purpose of ongoing healing, empowerment, and sustainable joy. Woo wee. Yeah. That's a lot, huh? Yeah. So healing for sure. Yeah, so you know, going down a couple highlights for healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- you know, it's to return to being healthy, whole, or sound, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, perfect, and, whole, and complete. Like just perfect. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Remembering, you know, and that is you know, in all the wheels, socially, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, it's the space where you connect, you know, intimately with yourself, mm-hmm. right, or someone else. Yeah, or someone else, or multiple people. I mean, however, you know, you can you can practice this in multiple ways. You know, again whether it's within monogamy. So of course you can practice this within monogamy. You could practice this in multiple relationships or with multiple people. You can practice this with yourself. It's a practice. It's a principally centered and accountable practice. So, you know, for yourself, it's one that can be explored through masturbation and through healing, utilizing the sexual energy with yourself. Mm -hmm. So, and then, you know, again, as far as the healing goes, you can look at different uh, intimate acts such as meditation, massage, mm-hmm. exercise, eating well, all as pathways to loving yourself fully. And then really uh, taking that to the next level in utilizing the sex to get into the the healing practice within yourself. So yeah, the swirl. Yeah. I mm-hmm. definitely um, just wanted to mention that for sure. So cool. Cool. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, well, and until we started researching, mm-hmm. uh, reading and reviewing different, you know, culture and societies, you know, I, at least, I don't know about you, but I had no idea that um, sex was for healing. No. Like, no idea. Mm-mm. I just thought it was something like, you know, we talked about in the beginning. It was yeah. for, you know, to get our rocks off or stress relief or yeah, total duty pleasure. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yep, total pleasure. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, no. And again, amazing, amazing opportunities with utilizing the healing practice of sex for your self-image and for loving yourself. Nice. Amazing. Uh, empowerment. Yep. Would be the second uh, part or pillar of this. Yeah. And I think of empowerment really as gaining mastery over yourself or your life. Um, you know, again, back to those beliefs or identities that really hold us down, that shame, the guilt, the feeling bad or, or any of those things. And yet in these scenarios, it's the intention to look at those things to look at what creates shame or to look at what creates um, guilt and to hold the intention within the sexual practice to unearth that belief Mm -hmm. or to unearth that hurt and to really release that, um, the power that that still holds over us. So um, I remember just as a quick example, I remember being very, um, you know, <laughs> well, what I'm going to call very young now isn't really that young, but I remember being younger and there were, there was a rumor going around school about me that I carried forward, uh, years, decades mm. into obviously into our relationship and, you know, and the the rumor was like I literally had asked for what I wanted to receive in that sexually intimate encounter with this boy, mm-hmm. and the boy then turned around and told anybody that would listen. And so here's this rumor mill going, like a mile a minute around school. And so by lunchtime, you know, Nancy's a whore. <laughs> it was it was brutal, and so that was an example of something that I took into in all or utilizing the, the, the sexual energy to unscript and to heal for the purpose of empowerment, that that is not true. Like mm-hmm. all of the shame and the, the ridicule and the harboring of that belief uh, was inaccurate. So I can release that and then in its place, just add love and, and frankly, just be very compassionate and, and understanding and forgive the boy and um and let it go and you know it no longer served me and so i just let it go so yeah and it's part of that is really like you connecting to source energy mm-hmm. oh right? absolutely yeah you know, and willing to be a vulnerable not i mean to your really to yourself mm-hmm. at this point because you you know you've been suppressing it possibly mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. carrying it carrying it on yeah carrying it forward you know? just like in my example yeah. with my that boy so you yeah. know, and when you heal that up, you get to utilize that energy and funnel it back into into me mm-hmm. and us and you and the family and our business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yep. of a sudden, our uh, you know your heart horsepower goes up a little bit because you know you're not there's one less thing that you're not carrying around now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm lighter. I'm I feel empowered. I feel supercharged. I feel confident. I feel amazing. I feel connected. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, all of that creates that tractor field and that that energy field that then ripples out and expands. And and that's how you empower others through your energy. So you know, being responsible for what you think and what you bring and what you believe creating a situation where you are your best self. And then again, that energy ripples out and just expands to others. And it, and it is very healing for others because then, you know, people, I mean, people get it. They want to be around you and they're like, Ooh, mm-hmm. what is this? I want some of what she's got, you know? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll get a listing or yeah, we'll get leads mm-hmm. or yeah, you know, we'll get this, uh, an amazing listener review or, or, you know, the teachers call and, give great recommendations for the kids or, you know, you guys are doing a great job or however it shows up or there's mailbox money. So you know? what I'm hearing you say is life gets juicier as you get juicier. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that is, you know, Nicole Day Don't does say that. You know that we love her. She does? You guys know that we love her. She says that a turned on woman will change the world. Oh, okay. So turned gotcha. on woman being meaning juicy. 
Here I am thinking I'm original. Uh -huh. You are okay. original, baby. Okay. The OG. All right. So. <laughs> All right. So, and then uh, the last, the last. Are you complete with? Uh, yeah. Empowerment? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, my um, sustainable joy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, the joy. Yeah, that's that's the biggie, right? Well, they're all biggies. Empowerment, uh, healing, sustainable joy, though. You know that state of happiness um, that can really like fuel you, get you through, uh, stay in flow. And mm -hmm. the full weight of life and its circumstances. Mm -hmm. And all that you've created. Yes, mm -hmm. bear the full weight. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, that, that one's a big one. And, and the, other, the other way we look at this, in addition to that, is that you are the joy. Like you are mm -hmm. this beautiful, amazing experience. And the joy comes from inside of you. And again not dependent on what he's doing or she's doing or they're doing or it's doing. It's all depending upon you. So you have the opportunity to stay in joy when you're creating those life, life circumstances mm -hmm. or creating those crazy experiences out there. So it's, uh, it's really, it's, it's really amazing. It's uh it's very humbling. You know, again, uh, we don't necessarily want you to take our word for it. <laughs> Right. It's principle. It's uh, if it if this jives with you, then then wear it on. And if it doesn't, that's cool too. But and that's a great point because we have made many principally based decisions mm -hmm. as we entered into this realm. It mm -hmm. was just like this whole emotional. You know, I think what you say, Willie. Uh, We're not. This is not a willy nilly willy decision. Nilly kind of thing, no, right. we are right. very intentional. Yeah, we are very intentional people. Yeah, cool. yeah. And yeah. to that degree, I think it's important that, um, you know, we share why we stay together and why we stay married. I mean, we're very much in love with each other. We choose each other. We're soulmates. Yeah, we've we, always felt we've had a deep connection. Mm -hmm. right? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we made an agreement somewhere, <laughs> this lifetime or another one or one before that, mm -hmm. uh, that where we, you know, we chose to, uh, to do life together here, you know, with our deep connection, mm -hmm. you know, and to create There's a lot of creation in this life. For sure. You know, kids and businesses and podcasts and, whew, you know, it all adds to the relationship. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we're amazing creators. Mm -hmm. So, um, so the question really is like, how can we multiply right. this? You know, like how can we um, support each other individually so that each other is truly fully expressed and, you know, I'm fully expressed, you're fully expressed, and together we're, we're fully expressed. So it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Okay, so then, and I agree with you, by the way, but I want to know, like, <laughs> where has being an abundant lover impacted your life or our lives? You know, what's your, mm. what's your perspective mm -hmm. on that? Yeah, that's a great question. And so, you know, again, I really feel that we are and have rescripted a lot of the codependence and you know the the amount of trust that we have for each other has absolutely increased otherwise i don't necessarily feel we would have been able to engage in the abundant love um love style as powerfully as we've been able to do it, you know, and again, just there were definitely situations, breakdowns. I mean, there were like big breakdowns as we were navigating this and getting our sea legs and like really consciously uncoupling the, um, the entanglement of it all and well, rescripting yeah. it, you know, so go ahead. Yeah. And it really magnified, you know, where the cracks were. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, I mean, that was that again, back to the beginning of this whole, the whole episode was this was, this is the biggest way that we have been able to address our personal growth opportunities, our relationship growth opportunities, our business growth opportunities. And yeah. It, Intimacy, it, vulnerability, mm -hmm. yes. all of it. All of it. Yeah. Little magnifying glass. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like we literally stopped and decided, we discussed and decided how we were going to do this. Like, like let's recontextualize what it means to be married. 
mm-hmm. to each other. Let's recontextualize even what marriage means and like redefined it. Like, okay, so if we redefine it, we're dedicated to each other and our individual paths first and foremost. Like, what does that mean? You know, and we had those conversations. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were tough conversations and really authentic, juicy, vulnerable, sometimes <laughs> really, uh, really robust and argumentative and, and, and tearful conversations. Mm-hmm. Yet ultimately, you know, what you choose for yourself is, you know, your highest purpose for your self love. And there's a component of trust that like, I love you. So of course I want what's best for you, you know, and of course you love me and you want what's best for me. So it was just, it was just really neat. You know, we we agree to hold each other in the highest regard to honest communication and to giving each other very bold feedback, mm-hmm. which uh, which again, <laughs> if I think back to some of those early conversations that definitely wasn't taken that well. And yet uh, yet, you know, here we are. So and it's led to some great things, you know, like we have uh, we have our own mission statements. Yeah, personal mission statements. Yep. Personal mission yep. statements. We have yep. a, a couple's mission statement. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and we're creating, we're, well, I won't say we're in the middle, but we are definitely in the midst of creating um, a win win agreement. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. We are creating a win win agreement. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like we have, we've begun it. Yeah, I'd say we're about 40% through yeah. or so. Yep. And, you know, and the win-win agreement is, you know, is, is it a grace, right? Um, the desired results, the guidelines, resources, accountability, and consequences. Mm-hmm. The grace. Yeah. And this is, that's Stephen Covey in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Mm-hmm. So working on that. Um, Consistency, I think, is a big one consistency for us you know just just doing what you say that you are going to do being who you say you're going to be and uh an example of that it goes back to your um your mission statement and my mission statement and the couple's mission statement and so the consistency with that you know well and this plays into the vocabulary really and and how we choose to have conversations Mm -hmm. with each other and and the words we use to share with each other and express to each other. And so... And hold each other in high regard. Yeah, hold each other in high regard. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it sounds something like, you know, my experience of you right now is that you're not saying who you said that you were going to be or you're not being who you said that according to your mission statement. And here's an example of that. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, it's, 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 they're really beautiful practices. And when you're able to express yourself courageously from that point, then you're speaking your mind, you're speaking your truth. And then ultimately it's up to the other person and how they receive it. So it's just uh, consistency is, is a big piece. So consistency shows up in the, uh, in our balance charts, you know, our, our your day balance game balance charts, Mm -hmm. which is the accountability app that we utilize to, you know, the accountability measures that we use in all of our habits of our, of our daily life. And so if you are interested in that, then go to the ydbg.com or your day balance game in, um, in your, uh, your play store. And, um, and you can follow us. I mean, you can actually see what we're doing and who we're being and, follow us and look at our habits and look at each other. I mean, I think we've played 50,000 hours now or something mm-hmm. amazing like that. So, you know, that's a high say do ratio. I, am I saying it? Did I, I said what I'm going to do and I'm, and I did it, you yes. know? So it's, it's that percentage. Okay, baby. So can, um, can we, can we back up for just a second? Yeah, of course. Awesome. So we were talking, what we were talking about or what you were talking about a second ago was the, um, accountability to, um, being who you say you're going to be, the, mm-hmm. the say do, then the, and then the feedback, and mm-hmm. and and playing for who you want to, you know, staying true to who, playing for what you want to be or who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wondering, in that vein, around the mission statement, if you are open to sharing your mission statement. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, 
Two, consciously create healthy, intimate relationships with myself, others, and life. Convicted in unconditional love, driven by the balance of divine energy, loyalty, and compassion. Catapulting me into being the goo, goddess operating officer, which intentionally increases my abundance, integrity, and maturity, transforming the can I, constant and never-ending improvement, into I can, remembering I am. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's a big game. Thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. And with uh, everyone's indulgence, here is my mission statement. <clears throat> To transcend from the ordinary to extraordinary standards at the level of unconscious competency in the realm of self-mastery, humility, and connected love, surrendering the I know for we flow, balancing verbal and nonverbal empathic communication by being a servant leader and a sagacious follower, modeling peace, openness, and abundance while being a space for detoxing the ego and a source for receiving the intoxicating spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we do a, um, we do an episode on mission statements. So go back into the archives and listen to how Bill and I break down the mission statement, how we created the mission statement, how we are very intentional around the words for our mission statements and uh, just really how they govern us and how we utilize them to empower us on a daily basis. It's really yes. profound. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else around that? No, no. Thank you for that rewind. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Yeah. So I think the the really the the one thing I do want to touch on that has really dramatically impacted our lives around being abundant lovers or, or coming into the realization that we are abundant lovers and then having the new the new paradigm around being in abundant love is how it's increased our emotional maturity. And I will say that this is something that we are constantly working on mm -hmm. to evolve and mature. And the level of maturity that we had as where we started is dramatically different than where it is now, where we've evolved to now. So I definitely want to honor that, you know, that we are responsible for what we choose to do with our energy, what we choose to do with our abundance, our intentions and how we manifest. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that I spoke with the vocabulary before and yeah. how we, we choose to have conversations with each other or choose to speak to each other. I think that's been a really big one. And the, you know, the realization that we came into relationship when I was 24 and you were 26 maybe almost 27 and mm -hmm. you know how we spoke to each other then again <laughs> versus now it's just so different like so different now and such a different level of love and honor and care and appreciation for who you are for me and who I am for you and I think that really continues to evolve as well you know the more the more non-attached we become with each other yet clearly remaining very connected so i think that's beautiful nice that's mm -hmm. awesome you know at mm -hmm. the end of the day everything is energy right i mean none of this is necessarily good or bad um you right. know we don't we don't necessarily have to take things personally you know through this um you know it it, it takes courage and it builds courage to share about our encounters and the trust with with ourselves, with each other and the others that we are uh, involved with, mm -hmm. you know, yep. and uh, receiving it can be, you know, we, we, we look to do it without judgment or like I said, taking it personally and not judging it and trust that the relationship and the emotional deposits that we put into that relationship will sustain us through any breakdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. Right. And when it doesn't, <laughs> we get into it and we deal with it and, you know, look at what that uncovers and, and yet yeah. at the end of the day, you know, getting back to center mm -hmm. still happens more quickly than not. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, and we talked about earlier about the, you know, the days without talking, you know, days without even talking to each other, you mm -hmm. know, kind of thing to, you know, they're being a lot less of that mm -hmm. <laughs> these days. Really, there's not yeah. any of that these days. So, um, 
And that all plays again back into the site, the the high say do ratio to who we're being and mm-hmm. who we say want to be. Yep. You know, yep. and you know the most beautiful part is that you know we're in an environment that helps to support and hold us accountable to healing in all three of these areas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep. Our community is absolutely amazing. So, so we appreciate them. Yeah. So very that's, much so. That's the healing. That's the empowerment. That's the sustainable joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's how we've been doing it for. Five years now mm-hmm. or so. Yep. yep. So it's not for sissies. <laughs> it's definitely a mature conversation. Yeah. And, it, and it's really beautiful too. So just to be able to, to leverage that practice and, and see how it shows up in us, how it shows up in the relationship, how it shows up with the boys, how uh, the energy shows up in our businesses and the, the energy that we bring to life, the energy that we bring to our life force and how it, it bolsters all of that. So again, this is abundant love, the new sexual health and how Bill and I utilize this tool to heal, empower and create joy within ourselves. So fuel our lives. Yes. Yes. Yep. Awesome. And we're looking forward to the conversation. We're looking forward to the questions. So feel free to reach out to us. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can email us. Uh, gosh, our cell phones are probably out there too. I'm sure. But, uh, but email is sexmoneyrealestate at gmail.com. Of course, you can reach us on Facebook at uh, our, our um, Facebook group is Love Money and Real Estate because Facebook has a hard time with the word sex, which is the whole reason why we are we are breaking down <laughs> what we do, right? these, uh, these beliefs and questions around these old paradigms and fears and those types of things. And on Instagram at yes. Sex Money Real Estate. So, so yes, find us. Mm-hmm. Ask. Ask us questions. We're open, we're honest, and we're here for you in the, on this journey to your greatness and whatever that means to you. Your sustainability. Yep. Yep. Your joy. And your mature conversations. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, peace goes out. Yes. Go put some jam on that bread. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Bye for now. Wow. What a show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow the show. I'm Bill Jamison. And I'm Nancy Jamison. And remember, it's It's a great great life. life. Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.